0: And welcome to episode 42 of Nightmare Cinema. John, how are you? Are you still sleepy from blood clot? Blood clot? Is that blood, what it was called? Blood stock. Blood stock. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sure there was a few blood clots there as well. How was it? Yeah, it was very, very, very,
1: very, very hot. Like, hotter than the fires of hell. But... Other than that, it was brilliant. Like, I didn't want to come back. I've got the post-festival blues now, so I
0: have a big, big sad, sad seal face. That's why. Oh. Oh well, that's a shame. I'm I'm so sorry you've got to see my face today, I'll be okay in a
1: week. I <laughs> just, anyone who goes to festivals okay. understands this. Well, anyone who's got the brain of a pee like me and goes to festivals will understand this because I don't like coming back
0: to the real world. Mmm... Well, let's get straight into it then.
1: Have I got news for you? That sounds like an, uh, a TV series we should make. <laughs> right, I've got good news, goodish news, I'd say, and badish news. What one do you want first? Um. Always the bad news. It looks like you're having a brilliant day, so let's just start with the bad news. <laughs> um, one of your most famous franchises is trying to make yet another comeback. Oh. oh. i put that open, that doesn't even matter. Um, the legendary Evil Dead franchise oh. is having another go. God's sake. Uh. So that's, I'll change that to yet another go, because... <laughs>
0: Where would you start with The Evil Dead? The, I don't want to start with The Evil Dead, John. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. But you have to because
1: it, it, it has a big place in, in, the, uh, in the world. Um, I get the first one. The first one is a man who just got a camera and went into the woods with his mates and made a film. It's silly, but it works for me. Evil Dead 2 is possibly... It's 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 great. It's fun, but I don't understand why it gets the reverence it does. Um, the third one, Army of Darkness, is just brilliant in every way. Um, but that was enough. Uh, they tried to bring it back in twenty thirteen, and it just didn't work because they tried to make it really serious, and it just didn't work. Uh, and it looks like they're trying to do this again, do it again, with the Evil Dead Rise coming out this year.
0: And what's the you, what's the tone? Do you know, like?
1: I have no idea. They're going to try and make it serious again. Right. So the 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 kind of tongue-in-cheek that made the, the, the first films...
0: So ridiculous. Ridiculously brilliant. They, well... Just yeah, ridiculous, John, rid- it's okay. Rid-
1: ridiculous. <laughs> the, 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 that, that's what made them memorable, because they had that. Um, and then they did that Asher vs. the Evil Dead, which I really enjoyed. I probably enjoyed more than the, the films, to be honest. But, um... Yeah, the, I I just think this realism, this realistic tone that they're doing isn't working. So they've got this guy, this household name of a director called Lee Cronin's a director, oh, which yeah. shows how much faith they've got in that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, I think I I think we don't talk enough about The Evil Dead because on purpose. Yeah. For me. It's I I respect it. I just don't care about it too much. I mean, I know people who absolutely adore it and fair enough if they, if they like it, but it's just it's never it's never been one for me. But we should we should, we we shall have to I don't know. Uh, yeah. It always it always does this to me. It leaves me with a with a very sour Confused. taste in my mouth and it's like <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's coming out, so that be one to Miss if you don't like it all see if definitely you watch it. it's Marmite that film those films. They are Marmite films. Um, and speaking of Marmite, um in twenty twenty three, on Halloween next year, we are going to be graced with the tenth, not not unbelievably the tenth Saw film. <laughs> do we know do we know what it's called or is it I reckon just... it'll be called Saw Ten. Well, it might not be, because the last one was called Spiral, wasn't it? Exactly the same as Saw 9, Saw 8, Saw 7. You see where I'm going with this? Um, <coughs> so what they're doing is they're doing a celebration for a, a new Saw film on Halloween 20, 2023. Uh, and they've got another household name, Kevin Guertert is right. directing that. Um, and it will... Uh, and, I, I'm not even reading the blurb. I'll just give you the new one. It will bring nothing new to it. It'll just be the same um, snuff-esque depictions of mutilations and torture. Oh, so that's something to look forward to. It um, is. You've really sold that to me, John. Yeah. However, good news, everybody. Uh, a very, very good filmmaker called Lucky McKee. You may remember him such from such films as the The Woman. Have you ever seen that? No Where these, this um, father and son um, Kind of capture this feral woman From the uh, I think it's like near the Appalachian Mount. It's always the Appalachian fucking mountains Yeah it always from, is uh, From the Appalachian mountains And they keep her in a cage And it's very 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 good If you haven't oh, seen no, it no I've it. not seen it If you haven't seen it watch it It's it's another very very low budget Going into the woods making a film, film And it's very very good And it put Lucky McKay on the map uh for me um he has one coming out soon called where is it old man not to be confused, confused with the jeff bridges tv series the old man it's just called old man and it starts stars the excellent stephen lang as uh, a bit of a mad loon who lives in, alone in the woods and he kind of they, these campers stumble across him and he uh they can't quite figure out if he's uh Doddering madman or a twisted psychopath, and so
0: are the films connected? Because they sound like really close in terms of like. Uh,
1: that's just this is just what he does. He just does sort of um, isolation. I'm not gonna say horror, but isolation, discomfort, Things. and right. It very very well. The atmosphere that he does is fantastic. That he can create is fantastic. He's just very 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 good. Um, Interesting. So I shall be checking that out. Lucky McKay and Stephen Lang is a combination I want on my sandwiches. Mm. and I will eat them all up. Nice. Um, and although this isn't good news for you, this is delightful to me, although the second bit of this isn't. Um, the Hellraiser reboot, which I've been waiting oh. quite a long time for, mm. um, directed by David Bruckner, who I didn't have any faith in until... You got me onto that film called The Nighthouse. Oh yes. And he directed that. Oh right, okay. And it's the same writing team uh, as that, and they th- that passed muster. I'll have to say, if that was an audition tape f- to go off and do bigger and better things, he passed with flying colours. So now I'm getting excited, and mm-hmm. the, the 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 bit that um this right if you're releasing a Hellraiser film this shouldn't even be an issue but in today's world you don't know what's going to happen this this could have been a 12 for all I know and it could have starred Lindsay Lohan going to a new school and not fitting in (laughs) but it's this was one of the most delightful things was one of the most what the fuck was that sorry I thought it was ominous music coming Sorry, on It fit really well, I was just sort of warming <laughs> um, And it was that it's the, the movie Has got an R rating And the guidance of strong bloody horror Violence and gore, language throughout and Sexual content and graphic nudity And People like me cheered when we heard that Because it wasn't going to be a 12 That shouldn't Even be an issue, but unfortunately In the snowflake world it is I thought they were going to ruin one of my children, but they haven't, and I'm very
0: excited about that. I'm not so excited about the fact it's coming out on Hulu, whatever the fuck that is. But... So it's it's owned by Disney+, Plus, so we will get it on Disney+, Plus over here.
1: Oh! Oh, okay, that's... Oh, that's fine, okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Well, that's just cheered me up a bit.
0: <sighs> and that was the news. Mm, so what is it, like a remake, or what?
1: Um, I think it's a continuation. I think it's just they're back.
0: Alright. Oh, Fabulous, can't wait.
1: I don't understand why you don't like it. I think you are a small man for not liking it. Because and you it's need it's to shit. have a fucking good long hard look at yourself.
0: Because it's shit. Ah! Thanks, mate. so obviously it's that time of the show now where we take a look at the things that we have been streaming so i feel like um obviously we've we've done alien we've done aliens we are going to be discussing alien 3 today john do you want to do should we start with alien 3 let's let's because i like alien 3 quite a bit
1: i like alien 3 quite a bit
0: so alien 3 Uh, was set uh, sorry it was released in 1992 directed by uh, David Fincher it stars Cigone loser. (laughs) Charles Dance Uh, so after her last encounter in Aliens (laughs) Ellen Ripley crash lands on Fury 161 a maximum security prison when a series of strange and deadly events occur shortly after her arrival Ripley realises that she has brought along an unwelcome visitor Mm-hmm. Knew, was it? Well, it could have been because I was that fucking furious with what came before. So, John, we both watched the director's... It's it's actually not the director's cut. It's called this, It's called something else. It's like a special edition. Um, that's the version I watched. Did you watch the same? Yeah, that's the only version I ever watched. Right, okay. So, there are a lot of differences between... A lot of differences between the special edition and the theatrical cuts. Um, And I'm just sort of going to... I'm not going to list off those differences, but I'm going to sort of explain how they came to be. So when the guy that was sort of formulating the uh, Alien Anthology DVDs was, you know, working on putting that together, he approached Fincher and said, do you want to put out a director's cut? Ridley Scott's done it. Um, the other guy who made Aliens did it. Um, <laughs> they did it with Alien 4. Oh, uh, Alien, Resurrection. <laughs> Alien Resurrection. Alien um, Resurrection. And David Fincher said, no, um, I completely disown that film based on my experience during this production. So we'll sort of go into that again in a little bit. So what this guy did was pieced together scenes that were um, on the cutting room floor and finished some visual effects and finished like little bits and pieces for the... For I the, did not know this. Well, there you go. For the DVD version of, of Alien, the Alien Anthology, that was just when we had the original four. Um, and then when they did the... Blu ray version of the alien anthology, they got some people back, like Sigourney Weaver, to re record some of the lines so that it had better quality sound as well. So, loads of stuff happened uh, with this production. It was very troubled. Sometimes they were shooting pages of the script that had been written that day, all that type of stuff. Now, John, what are your thoughts of this film overall, sort of in in general? I love it. I think it's fantastic. Mm. I
1: think it's so underrated um i think what what i don't care what they went through to get it i'm glad it exists Mm. i think it's i think it's fabulous
0: i mean i i definitely agree i I i think this film is more similar in tone to the original than to aliens thankfully um, and Such I love, deck, yeah. I love David, I love David Fincher's style. I love his approach to this. Yeah. And Alien Three for me will always be a Gothic horror um, film. It's it, you know the way the first one is sort of like a, um, it's a horror sci-fi, and Aliens is a straight sci-fi. This is a Gothic horror for me just yeah. in terms of its style its look its it's fucking bleakness um for me
1: it gets it gets a bit of a bum rap because it's not alien or aliens just for not being them 2 it, it it's got its own merit in its own right and it's 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 a worthy part of the trilogy i think it for well it, i love them
0: all i you're weird cuz you don't like the second one i mean it's, i love them yeah. all yeah i don't like it I, I love them all i don't like it as much I think for me the order of this trilogy is alien alien three than aliens in terms of my like favorite my top my top three um alien resurrection still on there but last unfortunately um i was actually I, thinking it's... about alien resurrection today and i'll come on to that in a minute So it'd remind me because they a really interested well please do um so There was a lot of things that they decided to do with this film that I fully, fully appreciated. And it is (laughs) handled within the first 10 or 15 minutes of this film. All of the things... (laughs) I think that's why I love it so much. All of the things that um, Soft Lad set up in in Aliens, Um, Hicks and that fucking annoying little mutant Newt, just fucking gone. Like, not continuing that story. They are dead. It's gone. This is Look not the same how type happy of it. You are. <laughs> I know. It really. I just thought the fucking balls on this lad to do that. I just. I was made up. Absolutely made up. <laughs> and every time I watch it, those first 10 15 minutes where we establish that they're dead, they're just the most amazing moments of that entire film to me. I absolutely love it. Because the absolute audacity to just say, nah. <laughs> Bump. Dead. What did, like, did you, I've, were you? I've seen a new science <laughs> inside here. So I've never I, seen you so happy. I self-harming over there and masturbating in your own filth. I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely feel that this is probably the reason why people don't like this film they op they watch that first 10-15 minutes and it's like Hicks who you like you don't even get to see Hicks and you know the little girl is just some b- dummy stand-in <laughs> <laughs> and they're just gone and I think that's obviously like probably put people on the sort of back foot in terms of whether they do or do not like this and i get why people don't like um you, you know sort of like the the cg aspects of the theatrical version um because that's never what we got before it was all practical and and stuff but cgi was coming it was coming and you know this was probably one of the first films that introduced that and did they do it well in the theatrical version no it didn't look great um but. It doesn't great look great now, but it did at the time. I liked it at the time. But I mean, so what? Looking like, back now, you go, oh my god! Look at Marvel but. now. Like, do you know what I mean? It it look Marvel looks absolutely awful. You might as well watch a cartoon. Do you know what I mean be coming back to this for
1: the next so, film as
0: well. So, um, but yeah, anyway, I absolutely adore this film. I just think the pace of it, the characters that are in it, are in it. like I said to you last week when we were watching Aliens, do you think it suffers because there's that much of a, a cast in it? Like there's a lot of people to handle. And then the same could be said for this film really because the cast is quite large, but none of the characters, I liked all of the characters, even the prisoners, they...
1: did you know that the majority of them are British as well?
0: Yeah, well, that's quite obvious, isn't well, it? Well, what
1: can I say? the 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 way that they did the um, <laughs> the 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 the, the, um, the prisoners, I thought they were all brilliant. And when Ripley, because it is Ripley that says it, it's it, it's because I always say Sigourney Weaver says this, but it's not. It's Ripley, obviously. Mm. But the way that she says it is so good. And I think you know what I'm going to say? It's like. Um, why would they give a shit about a bunch of convicts who found God at the ass end of space? And you sit there and you go, the delivery of that. She, it shows why she was... At the, at this time, she was just gold. She, Studios should have gone... To, every time she went to the shop, studios should have sent minions round to throw rose petals in front of her <laughs> and, and perfume the air and open doors. She just... She, this is three very different roles three very different films and she knocks every single one of them and say what you will about the second one she knocks that out of the park as well she is absolutely bombastic in this and when do, do you know about the famous thing that, that Sigourney Weaver said to David Fincher in this go on David Fincher said to the Sigourney Weaver in this, they had the meet the preliminary meeting where he got the job, and he was. She said to uh as they were walking out, she said to him, "How do you see Ripley in this film?" And he looks, he just looks up, and he goes, "Bald," <laughs> and I, and you just go fantastic fucking yeah. <laughs> okay, why not it's, and, she, and she just she just went yeah we've got the right man here and it's only David Fincher but not not because of any problems with Sigourney Weaver or the actors or anything else it's the people behind the scenes um, Guyler and I think it's Hill as well them, them two um, that he had the problems with and that's mm. who everyone had the problems with because they thought they knew better and They got Lightning in a Bottle with the first one and then they thought it was them that did it and it wasn't, it was Ridley Scott. Mm. Uh, They tried to get Lightning in a Bottle bottle again but James Cameron was in his prime back then and you don't fuck with him. But they thought they'd get um, a little-known director. Little did they know that that director would go on to be one of the best directors Mm. of all time and and direct arguably the greatest film of an entire generation, which is... Seven?
0: No. Oh. Oh. Fight Club oh John it's an alright film like but come on it's
1: absolutely mad don't even get me into this because you'll lose this one we'll fight and you'll lose it's not it's a horror so it's alright we're not going to touch that one the, 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 for David Fincher to start out here and go off and make the films that he's made apart from Benjamin Button which is a fucking travesty and should be stricken from the world it's it, 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 he, it's he's everything you want from a director he's gone on to do TV, he's gone on to do massive films he's gone on to do films I still can't understand like Zodiac uh, <laughs> which is still dead good uh, and he's still going now and he's still going strong he did that remake of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo um, which should have had more sequels but he did he, he did he did Mind Hunter as well didn't he? some he did that yeah. was the one did, that that was that, and he's the the guy you can see how busy he is and how many ideas he gets because Mindhunter still isn't finished it's two mm. excellent seasons of excellent tv which everyone loved and then he said come they, they said come have some more and he's like no i'm doing this now i'm um, off i'm off yeah and and i don't think he trusts anyone so he trusts, he's either too tight or doesn't trust anyone enough to employ runners um which is what i'd do what, what 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 can you do? The man, he's, 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 this is where it all started for me. He did what, I think he did one before this and I think it was the game and that's pretty good as well, but this was the film that the, the Fincher style really came into it and he, like that, you know, that bleak look on the screen, that dark look and when someone bleeds, they bleed black mm. and it's almost, oh, it's, it's just fantastic. It's, this is the one where he really became, started to flex his muscles and become an auteur and there's so many bits of it, that and I include. I am not saying seven isn't good because it's a fucking masterpiece. Um, it, there's bits of this in here that's in seven, and without without this, you couldn't make seven. Without seven, you couldn't make Fight Club, and it it just makes me so proud. It's just it's just it's just what a director can be. Mm-hmm. And if you're a kid who's dreaming of directing, watch David Fincher films because you'll see the evolution of it. Start with this one because fucking brilliant mm. fuck the game because it's boring
0: it looks good though so uh, I mean arguably, arguably one of the most I mean it's on the I think it's on the, the post some of the posters for Alien 3 one of the most famous scenes is where the alien approaches shall we say Sigourney Weaver Ripley and um is right up against her face and is like sniffing it and you're like oh shit the alien has never been that close to Sigourney and that scene um the uh production the, the film's producers actually told him not to shoot that film hey uh, sorry that 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 uh sequence um and so david obviously just picked his camera up and thought well i'm gonna fucking film it anyway why,
1: why did they tell him not to film it? because that's probably one of the most memorable I like the way he not only filmed it but made it one of the pages. yeah exactly <laughs>
0: and it, it's like I, do you know what I actually don't know why they asked him not to do it um I think I, think I, it, I don't know if it was because a, like at the point in the film it was like you've given quite a lot there like why hasn't the alien got it but for me it was like it's fucking. It's iconic. It's it's absolutely uh, oh, it's
1: iconic. Abso- absolutely, it's her face as well. Mm. She's turning away. Like, oh, and that's just after that that sort of the the moment where she she just goes. I've had enough. I'm going hunting mm. for it. Isn't it? Is it? Am I right with that? And she and she says those immortal lines, doesn't she? You've been in my life so long.
0: This is this is before that. So this is when. Um,
1: oh yeah. This the, is well the, before. That, that's when she finds out that she's. Um, got the one inside or is it spoiler alert it's,
0: it's well it's before
1: that even Um yeah. no she she wonders why it doesn't kill her and then she says she, she wants to she think she's got one inside her, and then they check her don't they
0: so it's it so that happens then she goes hunting for the alien and that's, that's when she one. says that line oh, um, because she has the feeling but you she doesn't express that to the audience kind of thing but you get that vibe like whoa shit why isn't why isn't he done it Um And then yeah that line is phenomenal it's probably one of my favorite lines from film (laughs) history um so i mean there are some things like you know people watch the the special edition and love it compared to the theatrical and it's got sort of a new lease of life thanks to dvd and blu-ray release of that but there are some problems in there so in the theatrical cut the the alien comes out of uh, the dog uh, and in the special edition it doesn't it comes out of um cow yeah which i think is called babe um i think um it comes that's what it comes out of so later on when um oh my gosh what is the the character's name when he's in the fan and he gets killed by the fan can't remember his name um I can't remember his name um it doesn't doesn't matter so he's looking he, he sees something in this vent and he wonders if it's his dog so he says the dog's name is that you but at that point in the film you've not seen a dog you don't know that he's got a dog and the dog never gets seen or mentioned again so there are problems there where that doesn't actually make sense and then obviously it doesn't, it turns out to be the alien and it attacks him and he falls down into the fan and he's chopped to smithereens. So there's little, there's, I mean, there are problems with it and there's going to be because, you know, it was sort of tampered with quite a lot and it had massive, massive production problems. So it is not the best film out there. It's the assembly cut, not the special edition, John. <coughs> Sorry. Um, the assembly cut. The assembly cut. Probably because it's been assembled by what's his face. Um. So yeah. So uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about, like there are massive differences in throughout the film, but the, one of the biggest differences for me, and I didn't really understand why this happened, was the very end. And if anybody doesn't know this film, it's um, it's very old. <laughs> now so it's uh 30 years old now so it's um no spoilers here but she ripley jumps off the um platform into the uh, incinerator thing and she sort of just fades away and that's it but in the original the theat- the theatrical cut and i don't i just can't for the life of me understand why they change this as she's fallen, the queen bursts out of a chest, and Ripley grabs hold of the the queen alien, and is like, "No, I'm I'm keeping hold of you. This ends now." And then they both burn up. So I I can't for the life of me understand why they changed, made that change. Right.
1: This is bizarre because the one I've got, I'm pretty sure, that the alien comes out of the cow, and that happens at the end. Oh no because i remember because i love the way she just goes and it's trying to get away isn't it And she's like you're coming with me um and and she's like as she's falling she can see that their eyes are rolling back and because the aliens has come out of her chest, she is actually dying but but that's where they're dying sort of it's 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 i've got shivers talking about it it's mm. it's just a magical moment and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna have to watch it like Later or something, but I'm pretty sure that the that mine has got both of them in it. I've got the uh, the Blu-ray anthology.
0: Yeah, so I. It's all right, so um, right. that's not, I'm really not sure odd.
1: Sure that I, I'm not sure though. But I, I, that's that's the version that always that is always in my head. It comes out of the cow. It has, and it's and and she grabs all of it at the end, and um, yeah, that's it. Maybe I've just done it like that because that's. The, the version want you want to wanna see
0: and that's, <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe it's the john cut oh well this is it and i do you know if if we could if i could recut it that way then yeah absolutely um, that's
1: coming soon that the ability to edit films that are coming out i know you can do it now but I'm, i mean much easier
0: yeah so right, we're, we've been talking about this for about a year now sorry one sec i just want to because I'm just reading about it, I just want to make sure that what I've actually said is, is right. So the special edition uses a completely different take of Ripley falling into the furnace. Um, on the way down, the chest buster does not emerge from her chest and she simply falls gracefully into the fires with her arms outstretched.
1: Why Why did they take that out, though?
0: I have no idea. I have no idea.
1: But it was because Fincher loved it. And they were all going, oh, this will show him.
0: <clears throat> it's um, when, he's,
1: when he's buying a Ferrari with his Fight Club money. It's very strange,
0: isn't it? Very strange, but there we go. Um, that was the end. So overall, then, John, uh, how would you rate it?
1: Nightmare Cinema Obviously. and How to di- How 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 to Direct a Big Name with a Little Director with a Little Known Director at the time. It's it's uh, for me. It's as good as the other two, and I love the other two. This is one one of the most perfect trilogies out there, and this is this has a place in there. I love it. I love it. I love it so much that I, I want to cradle it in my arms and Aww. then jump into a lead mold.
0: Well, I'm with you on that one. Nightmare cinema all the way for Alien Three. So the next film that we are going to talk about is actually a new one that uh, came out on Disney Plus over here in the UK. And it is prey, so um, I'll just read the play about for you. So the origin story of the predator in the world of the Comanche Nation, three hundred years ago, Naru, a skilled warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on Earth. Directed by Dran Dran, Dan (laughs) Trachtenberg. oh i make myself laugh who um also directed 10 cloverfield lane i think he did an episode of black mirror as well um yep so john what did you think overall
1: um well it's 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 better than the most of the get attempts at this it's very 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 flawed very flawed go on but do you know what i liked it so what were the what were the flaws then um what i wanted right was the, the the feel and tone of the revenant and apocalypto where I actually felt like I was there. in the Revenant. You can, f- you, you if if you're sitting in forty degree weather, and you watch the Revenant, you feel cold. That's how good the atmosphere is in that film. Mm-hmm. And in Apocalypto, it's it's the same. The, the everything this there's, this there's precious little CGI in in any of those films, and everything is real. And I wanted that, and I wanted a predator in the middle of it, and then uh, a a skilled tracker hunter. Um, human person using their resources and I wanted the resources to be front and centre. I wanted hair, knowledge of the land a skill with traps um, a tracking skills I wanted them to win and it did that to a certain extent but it did it in a way that left me with a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth because the thing that very nearly ruined this film was the overuse of awful CGI it was one of the worst cases of CGI I've ever seen. She was basically fighting cartoon bears in most of it, and it's it killed killed it dead in places. However, that said, um, the star of this this film is Amber Mid Thunder, who not only has one of the greatest names I've ever, mm. ever seen, she owns this. She is brilliant. She, they don't use her as well as they should, and they sold her short. But she, she carries this all the way through, and she is excellent. Mm-hmm. She is the reason why I kept watching. Because if it was anyone else, if it was her brother or anything else like that, I would have turned it off because it would have been boring. I didn't like the way that the that the tribe didn't have any backstory either. I didn't like the way that she didn't really have any backstory. The people around her didn't have any backstory. It was just, yeah, the the guys in the first one had more backstory, and they didn't have any, but they had traits which which we saw, like Billy telling his jokes, Dylan being a suit, Mac Mac and Blaine being like good buddies, um, Hawkins reading the um, the comic book, uh, Poncho um, always talking about things in the past, and then Arnie just being Arnie. That was enough. That was that was it. That was the the beauty of that film is in simplicity. So the beauty of this film should have been its simplicity too, which only just gets away with. Only just. <clears throat> it's it's good. It's it's very good, but they try their best to ruin it. Luckily, the um, the, the the girl Amber Mid Thunder plays Naru, obviously, and she she she. Swats away the flaws like so many fucking flies. She's that good. She really is that good. This is a massive calling card for her, and I wish her all the luck in the world because she's made. She has made this film what 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 it is, and I like it for that reason. Because
0: they try their best to ruin it. I mean, I just don't think I could disagree with you more. If I'm perfectly honest that's with you, that's unlike you, isn't it's it? It's so unlike me. I i remember cgi in this film i don't remember to the extent that you're remembering it i certainly don't remember her having fight scenes with see oh well yeah the bear i see what you're saying yeah 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 okay um yeah fair um i don't think it's the worst cgi i've ever seen i think i've seen films with bigger budgets more recently that have got worse cgi than this even Stephen
1: Summers went. Oh, that's that's a bit shit. And Steven Summers is let you know the mummy guy. The, the the mummy aside, he has the worst CGI in any of his films. <laughs> known to man. <laughs> um, even he went. Oh God, that's a bit te- and uh, But but the bits the, the, the bits where it was it was all physical filmmaking. And you know how I feel about physic physical filmmaking for me is filmmaking CGI unless you're making a fucking dinosaur, and you do it in ways that. You can't tell the difference. Ridley Scott always said, if you're going to use CGI, do it in the rain, do it in the dark. Sound sorted. Don't do it in broad daylight when it just looks like a blob. You find mm. a big blob. Mm. Uh, there's no need to have a Predator that's CGI anyway for a start no, there's not. it's just a man in a suit. If a seven-foot-tall man can do it in 1986 and make it work perfectly, then you don't need it now. And that kind of ruined it as well because you, you just you don't you don't need it. And I don't know what was going on with it with the Predator's face. Because in the original ones, you gotta remember this is 1986 that these are made. When when it the mask comes off and it twitches, you think to yourself, "Oh, the fucking hell have they done that?" Um, now they when they take them, well, they didn't really wear a mask; it just wears like a helmet, um, and it goes, and it and it and it's all CGI, and you just go, well, "Why have they done that?" Mm-hmm. So they can't do it anymore what they could do in 1986, and I just thought it was a bit. <clears throat> I I, I like the Predator itself I thought it was very sort of different yeah like the the one that went up against Arnie and his team was a very militarised version Mm. it was a very uh, like he had weapons and armour and kit and gear this one was very sort of um, primal and of, of the age sort of thing. And he, he, he was he's he kind of dressed in the same, in similar garb. And I, I kind of, I don't know why the Predator got dressed. Uh, he's, a, he's a fucking lizard, for God's sake. Well, this,
0: this is the thing. And this is probably what I was thinking. Like, do they try to sort of match their level of technology to whatever it is that they're trying to hunt but then you've also got to think this is 300 years before the predator from the original so technology would not have stood still within 300 years so it's got to have been a little bit more further back hasn't it yeah i mean i did have to think about it at the time but it did get away with that
1: and i'm okay with that now don't get me wrong. I do like this film, but you know what I'm like. I I have to watch everything four times before I accept it in my life. Uh, this is getting there, and Amber is Amber is opening the door for it. I mean, because I just I honestly thought she was thinking about it.
0: It's definitely not without its flaws. You know those parts with the I think with the, with the French done. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the the French guys. I was like, oh, when I when I saw them, I actually went, oh. I don't want you there. I don't need you there. I don't need white men in this film. This is film about Native Americans and you know, the, the Comanche nation. And let's just leave it there. I don't understand what they were there for, um, other than to add, um another level of sort of antagonism, but we could have done that in a different way. Um, what you were getting taught throughout the film that one of the biggest antagonizers was the wilderness for these people. So that's what we should have got. And we did get an element of it, like you said, with the bear. Um, but I didn't really fully appreciate the white Europeans being there. Um, It d- yeah, just didn't thought, sit right with I me thought, at all.
1: I thought that was just a bit of like... Um, sort of what? what's the word I'm looking for they've brought something in to to kind of say we're against this sort of thing mm. didn't need it um, which I find also find interesting with what's going on right now uh, I don't know if you know about this you know when Marlon Brando won the Oscar for being the Godfather
0: yeah, well yeah I know uh, that that happened yeah <laughs>
1: he, he he won the Oscar but he refused to get it to, to accept it and he sent up I'm gonna find out her name because it's really bad not to uh, know her name Um he sent up a lady called Sashin Little Feather to kind oh, of protest yes. the the injustices of. Um, I read about this. Just Native the- Americans, this and it's, it's it's actually really in the news now mm. because they've they've sent her a letter and they've apologized for being absolutely racist bastards. Finally, and for, and for John Wayne existing. I don't know if you know the story about John Wayne. He was backstage. He was on next, and he had to be um, sort of uh, what's it called when you hold onto someone? Held back
0: restrained will do. It's not restrained,
1: That's the one. <laughs> he had to be restrained by six security guards because he was going to go on and punch her.
0: <gasps> Shut up! I didn't know that. But, oh
1: yeah, he, he 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 um he he led the charge, didn't he? Well, he's made a career off shooting people like well, her. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Um.
1: So yeah, he wasn't happy, and he was leading the charge to try and get her taken off. And I know that's very prevalent these days, and I think that's why it was brought into this. But it didn't need it. Going back to the film, it did not need it. Mm. What the way I would have done it, I would have. I mean, I always do this, and I just. but that's what I do. I Don't care. I would have had it so it was him, it was the predator, and it was her, and I would have done it in their original language. I just would have. I would have stripped back most of the dialogue because I hated their fucking accents. As soon as he started speaking, the, the the my my I was sucked away from the time period completely because it was just they 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 should not have broad American accents like that.
0: I don't care. It's one of those. it's a little tiny thing. I know it's a you know, tiny thing. It's, it's you know. actually not because I, I, I get where you're coming from. So when I put the film on, I thought, right, am I going into this where they're using the native language? Yeah, uh, is that what I'm to expect? But <clears throat> I sort of get why they didn't make that decision because Predator always has been a film that is accessible to a broad number of people. And, you, you know you could say people who don't watch those films in in other languages or ignorant whatever whatever it's it's ultimately it's down to people's taste and they sort of have that obligation to continue to make that film because it's part of a franchise accessible rightly or wrongly they they sort of have that obligation and i don't know how i would have felt if it was but i was sort of expecting it didn't get it but what would I have felt like yeah. if it was? And I think you're right. I think it would have grounded it properly, um, a lot more. Um, but I, I, th- I, mm, I, I do get the, where you're coming at from. At the
1: end of the day, they they are trying to make a a big summer blockbuster, mm. and I live in the world of the art house, so I would have stripped back ninety percent of that dialogue, and I would have had her actions speaking louder mm. than words. I would have had her. 100% authentic I would have even like uh, airing the dog hunting uh, I wouldn't have like it, it It just it was just too all American in places and I was just like but I, I get it I understand it I'm not going to sit here and um, drip candle wax on its balls for that yeah. um, I I understand the decision to do that I don't agree <laughs> with it but it's that's that's just the world I live in but I just wanted uh, the feel of the revenant. I wanted the tone of apocalypto. I wanted the, 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 the to be getting their nails dirty in real, so- in real soil, uh, trapping animals at the beginning, living off the land the exact way that they did. I wanted them. I wanted the first 20 minutes to be here in deathly silence, just being a young hunter girl. Showing her skills in 17, 15, but sh- that's what I wanted. She to, wasn't, was 17, though, 17. that's
0: the thing. She wasn't, that's not who she was. She had yeah, to learn no, those she, things yeah, throughout that's the film. What I mean. that,
1: that's what I wanted to see in the first 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I wanted to see. No, she, that was have felt... She could do it. She could do it. And I, then then you show that she can't be with the main group. You're no hunter. You're no... And then she goes and does it on her own and shows how, that she has the capabilities. Trying to feel like you've not she watched she it? Because that, that's what happens. No, I wanted more of that. I didn't. It wasn't enough. It was nowhere Ooh, near enough. I think you're being a it, silly it, Billy. It, it, no. It it was it was there, but it wasn't done the way I wanted it to. I know I'm being incredibly picky, but it's you true. You
0: are. You are.
1: It's like it just I, wasn't enough. I can, want. That's what the film should have been.
0: Can I drop this bombshell then? You're getting married. I, no, I um think this is better than the original film. And I'm sorry, and I know you've got a hard-on for uh, Arnold, but I'm sorry, but it is. I know that'll upset a lot of people. And I also know a lot of people were upset by the look of the Predator. And I'm sorry that your pussy hurts over that, but, like, get a fucking grip. I think John's not gonna to speak to me ever again. <laughs> I
1: I I I I have never in my life heard a more barbaric statement than that. These are the arguments they... over Ailey. I thought we were gonna agree over this one. It's good, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like it. It's entertaining, it it does everything most things right. But there is no way in the history of the fucking universe that this is even remotely as good as the first one. It's only just as good as the second one. It's I, I head mean, and, and shoulders even then, above
0: the second one. The second I mean, one I, I, is not good. I don't really particularly but, like the second but, but, one. But
1: the first one is perfect. It's just perfect.
0: It's fucking brilliant in every way. Like uh, listen, I'm I'm not saying that I don't like the original one. If I didn't like the original one, I wouldn't have watched all the others. Of course I like it and like I've got a s- special place for it. But this is a better film. It just is. It okay, just so is. Okay, let's
1: move on and never talk about what you
0: just said ever again. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be people out there that agree with me stylistically yeah. this I is a better film
1: out. i imagine there are they also think that like monkeys can fly and S- birds talk sto- to them as well
0: in terms of story this is a better film it just is oh it, it, well it's not but it is it's just not but at the same time it
1: is (laughs) i love the way
0: you leave this so we clearly haven't got enough time to argue over it if you just said this at the beginning we could have argued over this but we haven't got enough time. well no because i wanted to see what you felt about it first anyway let's leave it there overall john how would you not uh, evoke this film
1: it's it's great go and see it and popcorn it to death okay um it it's it's massively entertaining. I, and I hope they make another one, I really do. I just hope they do it properly next time.
0: Well they're going to because Oh you, yeah, that's you saw the end, end. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's not stupid, it was quite good. So yeah, nightmare cinema for me because that's the right choice to make. So for this we this episode's Nightmare TV, we decided to watch um twenty sixteen, I believe, um the very first episode of the Exorcist T V show. Um, John, go on. What what do you want? I wanna know what you thought of the Exorcist episode one or chapter um. one as they call it.
1: I thought it was bland, um, boring, tedious. Um, I didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah, I couldn't turn it off for some reason.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> it fucking annoyed me. And when I finish this, I'm going to watch the second episode. I
0: mean, this is the thing, <laughs> I hated so, it. So I I remember watching the uh, this, it must have been maybe a year after it came out, and I was like, right, I'm finally going to go and watch this. Because I remember speaking to you about an idea that I'd had about the, the Exorcist and it would just be a one-off, like, mini-series type thing. And when they said they were going to make an Exorcist TV show, that's along the lines of what, of what I expected. It's not what we got. Um, I did not appreciate Father Marcus Keane at all. Um, I don't understand why the man took a gun to the exorcism of a child um and from what i know of season two and i've not seen it so do correct me if i'm wrong it's that it's him and another priest um tracking down evil and it feels a little bit like what like what do you think what do you think you are like he doesn't even know no it's not for me um I didn't really particularly like any of the characters that much. Gina Davis didn't really even bring anything to the table herself, to be honest. There was a hint of something that was a little bit weird where she's hearing the things in the wall and she sort of almost caresses the wall and is crying. And then when we look back after having watched the whole season, I think we maybe sort of understand why. Um that might be because obviously what are we allowed to spoil it? Yeah. Because obviously she is, um, I mean, her name in, in this is Angela, but she's actually um, Regan McNeil from the uh, original film. So it, it was sort of like, for me, when I've rewatched that little tiny segment, it was almost like she remembers it. Um, and it was, oh, I couldn't quite decide whether it was a longing or I know what is about to happen. I couldn't quite decide. Um,
1: it, I well. mean, It. Eighty percent of this film fails. Uh, TVs. That, well this episode fails miserably, mm. but it kept. It, I didn't turn it off, and I didn't walk away, and I didn't look away, mm. and I wanted to watch on. I frustratingly wanted to watch on because I was thinking I could go and watch grass grow. I could. I could go and paint a self portrait or design a house. I could do so many other things, but I really want to watch this. I, I don't know if I was just sitting there because it was called The Exorcist and I was waiting for someone to ha- something to happen, um, which is probably now I've said it, it might be what it was, but it was it, it was very difficult to look away from it was, mm. and I'm not saying that was because it was well done either. There was just there was just something about it that was like it it just seemed to build, and I enjoyed I enjoyed myself watching it. It was didn't it didn't promised me the moon and deliver not it just it just promised me the moon and said it's soon you can have the moon soon and
0: i'll I'll take that I, i sort of get what you mean here because i was watching this and i was thinking to myself sean you actually cannot take your eyes off the screen right now and i didn't i couldn't get what the appeal was and then i'm thinking is it because it's called the exorcist and then i'm thinking no it can't be because you watch the exorcist 2 once and you've never ever gone back to it so it's not the title that's drawing you to this there's something else there i don't know what it was it was mm, i don't know first time i watched this I (laughs) first time i watched this i obviously didn't know that she turns out to be reagan um Oh, and obviously now I'm I'm I've sort of rewatched that episode I've watched it with new 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 eyes or a new understanding. Um and maybe that's the reason why I couldn't take my eyes off it because I was looking for some sort of link or hint to say oh you sort of you were telling us from the beginning here that she was Regan but there's, there's that's not there other than that wall scene I suppose. I think even sort of like the the twist at the end where the, the sister you think is going to be the one that is possessed actually isn't and it's the other sister was even a little bit like mm, not really but not really bothered <laughs> or buying into this at all um but i think the main problem for me was father marcus keen i get that they were trying to make him badass and and all that type of stuff but no not for me not for me at all um i wasn't You'd buying still- into him
1: You'd still watch it though,
0: wouldn't you? Well, yeah, because I'm probably gonna, like you said, I'm probably gonna go and watch episode two in a bit with me lunch. Pisses,
1: pisses me off. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> annoying,
0: absolutely annoying, but uh, not not a bad effort. Not what I thought was going to happen, and I think they definitely fucked it up with season two, um which again I've only read about, I've I've not actually physically seen, um, so it's a shame. I'm I'm really interested though to see what they do with, um the 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 exorcist the 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 new film that they're bringing out like um the one that they got ellen bursting back for
1: yeah does it, does it tie into this at all
0: it doesn't tie into the tv show no. it's a direct continuation of the original film
1: oh that's
0: the wrong one pretty much what ha- what they did with halloween so I'm a little bit disappointed but it depends how they do it um who, doesn't it? who is it
1: David Gordon
0: Green, oh mm. God, and it's it's a Blumhouse thing, isn't it? So
1: yeah, it's Jason. A lot of old Jason. Mm-hmm.
0: Interestingly, I watched a film um, that he produced called "They Slash Them." It's, I mean, it's your absolute idea of a nightmare, John. It's about a gay um, or LGBT um, camp where they. Um, they do, like, aversion therapies and stuff like that. It's,
1: I think you've told me about this before.
0: It's a slasher. So, parts of it are really good, parts of it aren't. The ends of shit. That's my mini-review of They Slash Them. Anyway, so back to this. How are you rating this then, John? Because I feel like you've said all you want to say about it.
1: Um, It's it's po- it's popcorn.
0: Yeah, stay, I agree. Stay for
1: the popcorn. For some reason, I can't even explain why you'd stay for the popcorn. I am on a I've just found a picture of that... Um. The new Exorcist film, and it is absolutely even the picture is absolutely terrifying. It's just this picture of Reagan coming down the stairs on like the reverse crab thing, and it is absolutely the one of the most freakiest things I've ever seen.
0: Is that a poster for the new one?
1: Yeah, that that freaked me the fuck out. Are you sure they've not even filmed anything? Um, I've just it might be the old one, but it's on the new one's page if you if you get me.
0: Ah, I get yeah. They um. I mean, they've done Ellen. They've done Ellen's um, scenes. They filmed Ellen's scenes, but I think they've done that in case she dies, because she's like ninety something. Um, but they've not actually done the rest of it.
1: I don't know if they said that to her like, but
0: no, I, I mean, obviously not. But it's supposed to be out next year. I'm sure it is. October thirteenth next year. Yeah. So they need to get a move on if they if they want to film it. Anyway, so what are you rating this as? Popcorn. Uh,
1: popcorn. It's... it's Do it's, it's, you know what? It's not bad. Mm. I don't know why. I can't explain it why, but... Uh, I think... I'm hoping if you stick with it, it will pay off. Yeah. Best ad. <laughs> I mean, have you not seen it before? No, I did, I, I've always oh. st- stayed clear of it.
0: Did I ruin it for you just then?
1: Not really. I did not think going to
0: happen. Sorry. I,
1: okay. I, I, did, I didn't understand why Gina Davis... Well, I do, because she do anything for a fiver at the moment, but... Um, <gasps> I I didn't understand why she was like a big name, and then I realised because I'm a clever dick. Um, she's she's obviously got a big part to play. Oh, she's probably Reagan. Yeah. And then I went, and then I went, and then I died a bit inside. Oh, how awful! And then you just confirmed it, and I <laughs> so, died again. I'm
0: so sorry. <laughs> Le petite mort twice. So yeah, I agree. Stay for the popcorn. Done and dusted. Boom. Ah! <laughs> Okay, so let's take a quick look at what's coming out over the next few weeks. So, John, we've discussed this before. Tomorrow, August 19th, is Beast with Ildris, Idris Elba, which is Jaws, but with a lion. Um, so we're looking forward to that, aren't we?
1: Yeah, I mean, what can you not like look forward to with that? It's- exactly. Anything, anything where you can put its jaws in It doesn't matter what it is.
0: It's really brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Jaws in the Sahara. Um, so I'm definitely down for that. We've also got Orphan First Kill, which is a prequel, I think, of the 2019 film Orphan, which in turn is loosely based on a true story. Um, so that'll be interesting so it's in select theaters (laughs) (laughs) it's in select theaters and it's also if you've got paramount plus it will be on there um i think i'm probably gonna see it but i'm not really that bothered to be honest with you i think if it didn't see it i wouldn't be fussed (laughs) um so there's a film out coming on the, the film coming out sorry on the 26th of august and it's called the invitation and it's um it's sort of inspired by Bram Stoker's Dracula, apparently. And it follows a woman named Evie who takes a DNA test and finds a long-lost cousin after losing her mum. After reconnecting, she's invited to a family wedding in the English countryside where she finds herself in a twisted nightmare of survival. I'm not sure what about Bram Stoker's Dracula is has inspired that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, sure, yeah okay. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be something vampiric. <clears throat> um... So just going into September, there's a few ones that I've sort of not, they've not been on my radar. One called Barbarian. Um, uh, she books a rental home while she's traveling for an interview. However, when she arrives, oh, Bill Skarsgård, isn't it? He? Um, claims he's already staying there and to start, decides to spend the night there regardless, but obviously shit goes down. Then in September the 19th, we have a sort of mm, interesting one called <laughs> Jeepers Creepers Reborn. So obviously oh it's returned to the Jeepers Creepers franchise. I like the first one. I did like the second one as well. Um and apparently this is a direct sequel to the second film. So there are three. Um so it's as if the third one sort of is its own story um but it is going to be the new the beginning of a new sort of trilogy in in that franchise so um it does have a new um creative helm cuz the uh, creative person cuz the last one was a, a um nuns so yeah that's good <laughs> we can go and watch those films um, sort of Uh, guilt-free now um so that's pretty much (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty much all that's coming up oh there is one that's coming up in september actually the end of september and i will mention this again and it's called my best friend's exorcism it sounds a bit weird but this is based on a novel that i've actually got on my bookshelf I've, i've not actually read it yet um but it's cut, it's going straight to stream, so Amazon Prime is gonna have that. And I don't, I think Amazon Prime when they have originals, they're never really good quality. And um, but so I'll be interested to see what they yeah, do with this some one. Some of
1: them are utter goats of yeah. films. Yeah. There's, there's, there, I remember watching one about the, oh Jesus, about these people who went to camp in this lake, and it was <laughs> had a fucking um, killer catfish in it. And oh my God. It was, it, I was just like, like, it, it came POV out of the water with the, the camera, Don't. and all these kids went, oh my god! And then it kind of turned on it, and the, 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 the actual fish was just embarrassing. I was like, I was looking around and going, Surely some kid's going to come out and say scared you in a minute. And no, that was it. It couldn't, it, the fish couldn't even move. It, it was just so poorly done. It, the only thing it could do was like kind of float on its
0: side <laughs> like it was dead. <laughs> and I was like, you're not even trying now, are you? Oh, what a shame. But yeah, so that's what's coming up. Um, and that's all from us. John, have you got anything else you'd like to add? Um, you're still wrong about prey. Ugh, I'm not, and you will never, ever, ever live this down. I think if you go and watch Predator and then watch Prey next to, like straight after, I think you will agree. I, that should, in fact, that's your challenge before the next episode to do that. I
1: can promise you, I won't, because Predator is a far superior film. So I'm not that, saying, but I'm I'm not I've not put the Prey challenge is, out there. So I'm accept the goal. I'm not saying Prey is a bad film. I'm just saying it's nowhere near. As good as Predator. Nowhere near. Mm. And it never will be.
0: Well, that's my challenge to you. And we'll have a brief discussion next time.
1: You might get me to, like, Prey a little bit more. But I already think it's great anyway. Right,
0: listen. Just go into this with an open mind. The open mind of an open-minded person.
1: You can have the openest mind ever. Facts are facts. There
0: are... I'm going to cut this Herc- short before you start stuttering.
1: <laughs> Herculean it. inventions of the modern age that aren't as good as Predator.
0: Okay, well let's leave this there. But there's your challenge. Let's see what you say next time we we catch up. Um, thank you so much for listening to episode forty-two. We will be thank back you for listening in two to weeks. The deluded time.
1: Ramblings of a of a
0: <laughs> of John Donne. Okay, thank if, you. If Bye. Sean isn't
1: here, if Sean <laughs> isn't here next next time, we have I have had and committed. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye Thank you for listening to his ineffable twaddle. Bye. Bye.